Parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. The secret to catching prize-worthy fish? Fishing like a local. Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. The valuable knowledge of a local guide can turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day. Go to fishingbooker.com to discover thousands of local fishing charters from all around the world and create your perfect angling adventure with their easy-to-use online booking system. Visit fishingbooker.com and book your trip today. Fishing Booker. Fishing trips made easy. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21-plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. Winter is coming. Heavy rain, sleet, snow, and ice. Are your tires up for the challenge? In the season's worst conditions, winter tires are a game changer. They elevate traction, control, and confidence. They sell only the best, like the full line of hand-cooked tires. Go to TireRack.com slash sports. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will ship fast and free to your one of over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Welcome in, podcast listeners. We have got an absolutely loaded show, and I am teeing off on LeBron James and the tweet that he sent. Shannon Spakes hanging out with us. Uh, Jonathan Hutton also. We will talk with Danny G and... I will tell you some of the analogies that I see between the O.J. Simpson case back in October of 1995 and the Derek Chauvin case and how it can connect to sports and what it teaches us. All that and more. I'm telling you, this is a good show. It'll definitely make you think. It begins now. Outkick the coverage with Clay Travis live every weekday morning from 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern. 3 to 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for Outkick the coverage at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every morning on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Thursday edition of Outkick. We are officially one week away from the NFL draft, the drama continues to build. We have got a loaded show for you. Uh, we're going to be joined here in a little bit by Shannon Spake, Jonathan Hutton with us in the second hour, and in the third hour, we're going to have some fun with Danny G and more. But before we get into all the NFL draft talk and more, LeBron James may have just set a record for the dumbest tweet ever sent by any athlete, and that is not a record you want to claim. Um, there was and is a uh, incident that occurred in Columbus, Ohio, right after the Derek Chauvin verdict came down. There were two girls fighting. 
one girl was armed with a knife and attempting to stab the other girl. You can watch this on video. You don't have to take my word for it. A police, uh, The police were called. A police officer responded to the fight. His camera was running. When he got there, you can see the exact moment and the vision that he had. One girl was holding a knife and preparing to stab the other girl potentially to death. This is a big knife. She is holding it. The police officer arrives, yells for her to put the knife down. She is not doing it. And so he immediately tries to protect the other girl. He fires and he kills the girl that was armed with the knife. Almost immediately, the usual suspects who want to continually try to divide us, and unfortunately very many of those people are in the world of sports now, determined that the police officer who had shot the woman was at fault and that he should be held accountable. To the credit of the Columbus, Ohio Police Department and to the city government, they reviewed the footage from the police officer's camera, saw exactly what he saw, and immediately released it to the larger public. Twitter and social media in general, which does not wait for any of the facts to actually come out because it is an emotional-based medium where everybody decides what the narrative is before they actually consider what the facts are, immediately ran with the idea that this police officer's behavior had been unjustified. Riots were already in danger of taking place in the city of Columbus. The video comes out, seems to have, for the moment, forestalled things. People are starting to use their brains. Then, an athlete, LeBron James, who is known all too well for not using his for anything outside of the world of basketball, decides to get on Twitter, post a photograph of the police officer in Columbus, Ohio, says, you're next, puts up a hourglass, and then says hashtag accountability. Upon being destroyed on Twitter by people who are posting the video of the police officer having to protect the girl, by the way, it shouldn't matter, but the girl that he shot was black and the girl that was trying to be protected was black uh, by the police officer. And the police officer may well, probably even, saved the life of the girl that was about to be stabbed And LeBron James says, basically, doxes this guy, who now, because LeBron James has 50 million followers, now this police officer cannot in any way have a normal life anymore because LeBron James has said that essentially he is a killer. Uh, LeBron later deletes the tweet, makes no mention of it whatsoever. The National Fraternal Order of Police comes out, tags him and says, and I'm reading from them, At King James, with his vast resources and influence, should educate himself and, frankly, has a responsibility to do so on the facts before weighing in. This is disgraceful and extremely reckless. The officer saved a young girl's life. No amount of gaslighting will change that fact. So, what I would encourage all of you to do is I want you to see whether anyone else hardly in sports media other than OutKick 
criticizes LeBron James for this at all. There's all these ball washers, all of these ball cuddlers out there in the sports media that are desperate to curry favor with athletes. They don't speak truth to power. They are so concerned with what the athletes think of them that they don't even apply consistent logic. LeBron James should be ashamed of himself. He should be ridiculed to the high heavens for what he did. This shouldn't even just be a sports media story or a sports story. This should be a national story. LeBron James deleted the tweet, but he has said absolutely nothing about the stupidity that enabled it to be sent in the first place. In an honest and transparent and fair sports media, LeBron James would be crushed for this. But we don't live in that world. We live in a ball-coddling, ball-washing, athlete-worshipping universe where people in the media who are supposed to care about the truth and holding powerful people accountable are so desperate to be liked by the athletes that they cover that they won't even utter a word of criticism. That is one of many reasons why OutKick is dominating. And if you think this was a fired-up opening, get your popcorn. You ain't heard nothing yet. Because when the West Coast opens up, I'm opening up in a big way and letting LeBron have it for his stupidity. Get ready. I am so fired up about this. Up next, by the way, we have Shannon Spake. A lot to dive into with her. This is Outkick the Coverage with Clay Travis. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. And you know O'Reilly Auto Parts? You know, o o o O'Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. All right, game off. we got to pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You already talked about that, but there's just so much good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock, and there's so much to get. Unique stickers you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes, cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with, hilarious emojis for taunting friends when 
when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their new unique mini games like Digging for Treasure or a robot pachinko machine. And there's always new timed events that help you win big like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go, so get off the bench and go download it now free on Google Play or the App Store. Game on! What's the secret to catching prize-worthy fish in exotic waters? Learning to fish like a local with Fishing Booker. Hey, Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. There's only one way to turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day, and that's with the valuable knowledge of a local guide. With FishingBooker.com, you have the world's largest booking platform of local fishing guides right at your fingertips. Use Fishing Booker's easy-to-use online booking system and discover thousands of local fishing charters from around the world ready to share their tricks of the trade. Create your perfect fishing experience and search for charters by location, species, salt versus freshwater, and more. Plus, it's smooth sailing with Fishing Booker's simple online payment method. You'll always fish with confidence when you start fishing like a local. Start your angling adventure now with Fishing Booker. Visit FishingBooker.com and book your trip today. Fishing Booker. Fishing trips made easy. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Toyo tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended install near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation they'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site it doesn't get much easier than that go to tirerackcom sports to see their toyo test results tire ratings and consumer reviews and be sure to check out all the current special offers great tires and a great deal what more could you ask for that's tirerackcom sports tirerack.com the way tire buying should be We are officially one week from the first round of the NFL draft, and the drama continues to build. I love drama as long as it's not in my own life. I like it externally. We bring in Shannon Spake now. Uh, Are you big on drama outside of the household, uh, but inside of the household, try to keep it to a limit? No, I, 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 I am not. I, I can't stand drama. I don't watch any of those like Real Housewives. Those, oh, you're uh, so lying. You, you watched Meghan Where? Markle and you got all into the British royal family <laughs> and everything else. Like, don't pretend that you I, I don't watched, like drama. I watched the interview. And you listen to Howard was- Stern <laughs> and you listen to this show. So you might say yeah. that you don't watch the Real Housewives. <laughs> By the way, according to my wife, Beverly Hills and Orange County are the two best. But that's uh, she watches a lot of that. And then uh, have you ever watched 90 Day Fiance, by the way? No. Oh, okay. No. It's no. like the most got, popular like- show on television. No, like I like I've told you before, I watch like the things I do watch. Like right now, I'm watching The Crown. That's like the big thing. That and oh, I guess my that wife loved The Crown. Dramatic. That's drama. Yeah, who's your but favorite watch, character on The Crown? I can tell you who my least favorite character is for sure. Prince Charles, Charles like one hundred percent. Yeah. Um, my favorite character on The Crown. Prince that's Lady hard. Di. Are you there um, yet? We are on Lady Di. We're on her season. I uh, I kind of like the sister. Is it Princess Margaret? 
she's, yes. she's cool, right? She seems like she'd be fun to hang out with and, and just kind of like gallivant the country with. So I, I did like her. Even like the first two series, I liked her. She had a really dynamic character. Uh, but we are in Princess Diana's season right now, and it's getting to the point where like he's, he's smoking her out, right? He's, he's not returning her calls. He's not doing any of these things. And he has everybody kind of watching her to make sure that she's not doing anything wrong. So we're on that. We're sort of in that Would you right want? Now. Does it make you want to go to England? Um, I, you know, I think I'd like to see Windsor and, and I'll tell you this past weekend, I watched Prince Philip's funeral. Yes. Uh, I watched it with my kids and my one son, he's like, mommy, this is so sad. And, and I tried to explain to him, yes, it's very sad, but he was 99 years old. He had a great life. And this moment that we're watching right now is something historic. And I thought it was so, so spectacular because of the fact that there was very little people there. And like you felt like you were part of this small, intimate thing and you could really see inside the church. You could see, I mean, we've seen inside that church how many times with weddings, but you could really identify certain things because there was no, there were no people in there. And, and just the, the, the vividness of like the, the lawn in contrast with the, with the, with the, uh, the sky and all of the, the scenes, everything was just so spectacular. And we sat and watched the entire thing, the four choirists that were just singing in it, like in an enclave. And it was just, everything about it. I don't know if you watched it, but I found it to be really spectacular. Yeah, I I watch a lot of that stuff because I'm sort of fascinated by the pomp and the circumstance and the pageantry Mm -hmm. of the royal family and the ceremonial nature of all of those proceedings. And Mm -hmm. I will certainly watch as the queen, I believe, uh, is 95 years old now. So at some point, let's be honest, Prince Charles is going to be coronated at the age of, you know, 74 or 75 years old. It's not like he's going to be a young king taking over. Uh, but that will be a uh, an event that I certainly will watch. And I watched uh, I watched the Meghan Markle wedding mm-hmm. with Prince Harry and certainly, what has it been, oh, like yeah. seven or eight years ago now? Nine years, ten years ago, whatever it's been. I watched mm-hmm. when Prince really? William got married to, uh, to Kate Middleton. So uh, yeah, it feels like it was like early. forever ago. I woke up really early to watch that. Now, my question for you is, is do you think they'll go straight to Charles? Or do you think they'll skip over Charles and go? Uh, to I think William they certainly will go to I think they certainly will go oh, to yeah. Charles. But I think yeah. the challenge will be William will be, I believe, wildly popular all over mm-hmm. England and around the Commonwealth. I think Charles mm-hmm. is going to be, as you mentioned, not particularly beloved. So <laughs> yeah. uh, so I'm curious how long he will want to because you could decide to step aside from public life uh-huh. and and pass the, the crown on to someone else. But he's waited so long for the ability to be king. I can't imagine that he's going to do it for a really short period of time. I and mean, we don't know how long he'll live. Uh, but I would think that uh, that William will ultimately have a decent length reign, but that his dad will probably be uh, probably be king for 10 or 15 years would be my expectation before he eventually takes over. Yeah, I do think it's fascinating that there's a royal family, you know, and you're you're born into this bloodline and you have all of these things. Like I was looking at some of the jewelry that Prince Philip had purchased. And I watched all I was looking. I mean, I got caught in the, the wormhole of Twitter yeah. on that day. And uh, and I was looking at some of the jewelry that he had purchased uh, Queen Elizabeth over the years. And I'm like, where did he get the money to buy that? You know, like, does that come from like the citizens? Like, what, I mean, is it I mean, you know, it's, it's just fascinating uh, to me. But but I um, as far as the drama, I think. 
think maybe your show and Howard Stern's show, maybe that's the most drama I have in my life. Because most times, like I said, I'm American Pickers. Uh, I, I watch the Kardashians just for hair and makeup tips. <laughs> yes. And, and, and I like their wigs. Um, but that's about it. The, the yelling and the screaming and, and all of this sort of, I, I can't. Even my kids, I know you. I've heard you say before, like your kids watch other people play Roblox. Like oh, I yeah. walk into the house when those people are screaming at the top of their lungs on those headsets and moving through sort of the Roblox world. And I'm like, you have got to turn this off. I can't. I can't right now. So uh, it, it, I, I try it's, to It's interesting. Um, my argument has been, and I, I, I know my kids are reflective of so many other kids out there. They watch YouTube, and that's pretty much it. Mm-hmm. Now, if I'm watching sporting events, my, my kids will put on the Braves game, for example. They like to watch the Atlanta Braves. Almost the only thing they ever put on television is an actual sporting event. I don't know that I've ever walked through the house and seen them watching regular television, which mm-hmm. for our generation, uh, people around our age, Shannon, our parents are always like, turn the television off. You know, there's always like a television on in the house. You're watching something. And they basically are done with television. In fact, sports is the only real reason. Now, maybe as they get older, the news stories will become uh, maybe news and sports. They'll be more attracted to the news side of things as well. But otherwise, there's almost no purpose for for live television. And, And they love video games more than they even like YouTube, which is pretty wild. Yeah, growing up in Fort Lauderdale, you know, it'd be like 95 degrees, you know, most of the year. And and I remember just growing up and like laying on, I guess, the floor, because you had to lay on the floor in order to change the channel because we didn't have remote oh, controls. Yeah. Like, you had yeah. the one that was yeah. like attached. So you had to lay on the floor next to the TV, but it was like Silver Spoons, Punky Brewster. Oh, like, yeah. I mean, all of these shows that you would kind of go through. What was your favorite uh, show uh, when you were when you were a kid watching the 1980s shows? That's really hard. I, I, I loved Punky Brewster. I love, like I just mentioned, Silver Spoons. I mean, my whole room, you remember the, like the Teen Bop and the Tiger Beat? Oh, yeah. And, and, yeah. yeah. With I, all the posters. Oh, my whole room. My whole room was just like plastered with that stuff. And it's incredible to think that kids don't do that nowadays because they have Instagram and they can see their, you know, they can see whomever, you know, whether it be, I don't know, just who's who's the cool kid nowadays. I don't even know who the cool over. kid is. I mean, it used to be Bieber, right? Um, was was yeah. somebody that everybody was in love with, I think. Yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, used to get those, yeah, yeah, used crazy. to get those, uh, those pullouts like they had. I mean, it was like centerfolds, <laughs> yeah. except they were fully clothed, uh, obviously. And you could like put them on, uh, put them on your wall. And I don't even think, do those brands even still exist that were so popular with like, you know, what was it like probably eight to 14 year olds that were like kind of obsessed with that stuff? Oh, spent so much money. And I think maybe Rob Lowe was like partially clothed most of the time. I think they did have him with his shirt off a lot. Uh, but that's they, they, as they should, because Rob yeah. Lowe back in the 80s and 90s was. Rob Lowe is still incredibly good looking. I, uh, I, uh, Remember Rob Lowe showed up? Was it the Super Bowl like four or five years ago where he had the hat, the NFL hat? Do you remember that? And people were like, oh, it's. Do you, do you Dub, will you look up and see when that was? Rob Lowe, like they were advertising, you know, some new television show show that Rob Lowe was going to be in and they cut to him in the crowd and he was he was only wearing like he wasn't wearing gear for either team he had an NFL hat on and everybody oh was God. like where do you even get an NFL <laughs> NFL hat like you're just such a huge fan of the NFL that you're just rocking the logo on your on your baseball cap at the Super Bowl game uh and everybody was like you know that he was a narc he looked like the guy in uh you know guy going to school that's pretending he's one of the kids like just a little bit off um and uh and that was just you know that i i 
double find out. I, I know that that was it might have been five years ago or so, but it was at the Super Bowl. They cut to him in the crowd. Uh, still incredibly good looking Rob Lowe, but oh wearing gosh, just yeah. a straight NFL hat. That's funny. I, I'm not looking at Rob Lowe's hat when I see Rob Lowe. Yeah, he's, yes. he's one of those human beings who's like superhuman, uh, never ages. But yeah, the Packers, Tiger was sorry. Over. Yeah, sorry. I'll get Packers. you back to Tiger, Tiger Beat. Dub, when was it? This was oh, yeah. this was more recently than that. It was in the 2020 NFC title game where the 49ers absolutely destroyed the Packers. <laughs> but he was in the crowd in the NF, NFL hat. Yeah, I read about black, like the black basically NFL the referee hat. hat. Yeah, he was in there. Yeah. So uh, back. There you go. You could post some stuff for my walls. There you go. Yeah, there you go. Uh, Your husband will be really excited. You can put it on the ceiling. um, And uh, you guys can gaze upon it. My ceiling. Oh, my God. That's so funny you said that. I had a six foot poster first of Rick Springfield on my ceiling, right? And then it got moved over to Joey McIntyre. Like they sold these huge posters. And for some reason, I don't know why my parents thought it was okay for like a 10 year old to have a poster of Rick Springfield, who was at least like what twelve years older than me at the time, on my ceiling, so I can like look up and see him while I'm in bed. Like I don't, I don't get the this is thought process there. This is the I think this the era. Like you could almost call it the Spencer's gift era. Do you remember Spencer's where you could go <laughs> yes. to the back of Spencer's and they had like all the different uh, posters because posters were big oh, yeah. back then. I don't think any kids hardly have posters now. Like my kids really don't. But you'd had the posters, and if you were like really hardcore, you'd get them laminated so they didn't like get ripped <laughs> off your uh, uh, yeah. get ripped off your wall. But you could stand there at the back of Spencer's Gifts, and they had like all the athletes, they had all the musicians, they had all the um, like. I mean, that was such such a big deal to be at the mall when you're like in fifth or sixth grade. You go into Spencer's Gifts, you'd go to the back, and that was like a, a routine part of the mall trip. You would sit and look at all the different posters. They had them on like that. Uh, that do they still have Spencer's gifts like posters at the back? Like I haven't. Yeah, they had like a rack, and you could just pop uh-huh. them through. You know, like spin them one at a time, and like see all the yep. new amazing posters. I, I actually, I think Spencer's gifts still exist, but I, I haven't yep. been in that place probably in twenty five years. Um, and and I would like to go back now. I wonder if they still have posters in the back of that place. Well, and it's super edgy and sort of yes. like a risque, right? Because right. there's a lot of like, you know, like sexual sort of stuff in there, like, like innuendo. My kids actually went to a Spencer's with my sister when they were shopping for Christmas presents, like I think two years ago or something. And my, my son was like, mommy, we went to Spencer's. And I was like, oh, really? Tell me what you saw. And they were like, it was it was stuff that they have not been exposed to for yeah, sure. Right. But I remember you would walk in and you'd kind of be like, am I allowed in here? And the, the person would be at the front kind of like... Like making sure that you're old enough to to walk into Spencer's because it was it was it was edgy and it was a little bit like risque. And uh, and also in in Spencer's back then you didn't have access to the internet and Mm-mm. so like the the range of like kids today are exposed for both good and bad to like way more information on ba- yeah. basically every subject than we ever were as kids. Um, and, you know, just the kind of the stuff that they end up watching on YouTube will sometimes uh, surprise me, especially my 13 year old who is like kind of a I mean, you know, let's say he's studying history or whatever. He can type something in and uh, and the greatest historian who knows something about the war of 1812 has got like a six minute video that he's done. Right. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, it was a lot different for us the back in the day. We like, would have to like go to like the the library and look through like the Dewey Decimal System and find the oh, book. Oh yes, and, and the, Dewey, the, the Dewey out. Decimal System. Yeah, <laughs> I don't even know what I they did with like, all those card catalogs, right? Like, I, did they just burn them all? Like, does, the library doesn't have the card catalog anymore. Like, what did they do with all? And this was true, Shannon. By the way, for uh, I was when I started law school. We were right on the edge of the internet taking over everything in the legal profession, right? Because just a few years before me, you had to go into a law library and pull books off the shelf to look up cases. And Mm -hmm. I was, we entered in the class of 2001. So any lawyers out there, people considering law school, now all legal research is online, right? They have uh, LexisNexis and Westlaw. And they will they, they basically are like trying to get you to turn into drug addicts because uh, the legal equivalent of one, because they get you hooked on being able they give you free printing. They give you free research when you're a law student with the idea being that once you get to uh, to being a practicing attorney, you're going to be using what are highly uh, cost. I mean, highly costly legal research methods in order to find cases to be able to cite to help your clients or oppose your clients, uh, you know, in any way. And so uh, your legal research all moved online, but we were mm-hmm. right there on that borderline where they still wanted you to be able to go figure out how to pull a book off the shelf, but there was almost no use for it at all. So there's this entire bit of knowledge that everybody has spent decades diving into. And the card catalog is a great example. And it just becomes mm-hmm. totally worthless. Here's another example from life, Shannon. Like a hundred years ago, everybody knew how to handle a horse. In order to live yeah. in America, you had to know <laughs> how to take care of a horse pretty much no matter who you were a hundred years ago, certainly 150 years ago. Now, none of us have pretty much any knowledge of horses at all. That entire national uh, obsession with horses. I mean, we have the Kentucky Derby coming up in a couple of weeks, but we basically pay attention to three, uh, three Derby races and that's pretty much it. And none of us really know anything else about horses as a, as a country. Yeah, I would be walking for sure. Like I, I like there's, there's no way, but I mean, there's a lot of stuff. Like I, I couldn't, like I used to mow my own lawn when I was growing up. Like, I couldn't even tell you how to start a lawnmower right now. I mean, I might be able to pull that string and even if that's still what they do, right? Do they still pull the, the sort of the cord to start I, the engine I used of the lawnmower? To, yeah, I used to do my own lawn mowing when I, I'm now I'm going to sound like a diva, but I used to, uh, I used to mow my own lawn for, I probably mowed my own lawn until I was about 33 or 34. I'm I'm 42 now. So about seven or eight years ago, I was like, yeah, I'm paying somebody to do this from now on. But before that, I would get in the backyard. I had my own lawnmower. Yeah, you got to, we did. I mean, I don't, we didn't have a riding mower. My yard was not big enough, Mm -mm. but you had the, you know, ripcord uh, lawnmower uh, thing. And uh, yeah, I would get out and, uh, and I would cut the grass. Now I don't do it. Um, yeah. I don't think that's a deep no. thing. Does your husband, does your husband cut the, cut the grass? No, no, we have somebody that does it, but even like growing up in Florida, like we didn't, we, we had very little money growing up. And so we would have to line dry our clothes. And so like we had, we didn't have a, uh, a dryer. I mean, we had yeah. one, but it took like 14 hours to dry like one load of whatever. Cause it so you would work. hang the clothes Pop in the backyard. Yeah, okay. If anyone, I'm sure you have listeners out there who know what towels feel like after they've been hanging in the the sun for ni- like 95 degree weather. They they literally could stand up on their own. That's how like like stiff they are. And so yeah. yeah, we used to line dry all of our stuff. And of course, like we were kids, so we'd throw it in the basket and we'd forget about it. And then like 
two days later, we'd be like, oh, shoot, we got to go hang this up. And then, you know, they stink and then you're hanging it. So it's just a complete mess. But yeah, it's uh, the, the 80s and the 90s were such a great time, weren't they? Uh, yeah. I mean, honestly, they were an awful lot of fun. We're talking to Shannon Spake. You can go follow her on Twitter at Shannon Spake. We are one week from the first round of the NFL draft. Did you ever, did you ever cover the NBA? I know you covered a ton of college basketball. Did you ever do work at the NBA draft? Yeah, I did. I covered it. I want to say it was 2015. Carl Anthony Towns. I think there was like seven a bunch Kentucky, of Kentucky kids that guys. went in the first ten. And I got to do the interviews uh, when they first walked off the stage. So I was sort of in that position. They they announce their name. They walk across. You know, they shake the hands. They get the hat. They walk off, and I'm right there waiting for them. And fortunately, I knew all of those guys. Right? I knew all of them. Um, Frank Kaminsky, I think, was in that draft. Um, uh, what's his name that played at Wisconsin? Who uh, he had like he like he had Aaron Rodgers like texting him on the phone. Uh, all of those Kentucky, yeah, 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 yeah. Sam Decker. All of those kids that um, that that were playing at Kentucky. I mean, Willie that was Carl the Stein year that Kentucky there. was um, like thirty-seven and zero and lost in the final four mm-hmm. to Wisconsin, right? Yeah, yeah, and and Cal was there, and so it was it was literally one of the best nights of of my career because it was so fascinating to see these kids who I've covered so many times and they went, when they walk on that court they are completely in a zone they are completely focused I bet you they don't even realize who's on the court with them or around them because all they see is ball and net and their competitors and then they walked into this room where they didn't know what was going to happen that night they didn't know where they were going to go they didn't know what their future held you could tell that they were in a totally different space whether it be excitement nerves anxious something I had not seen out of these these kids all year, right? Because they are nailed when they're on that court. And then they walk off and, and the emotions, just the pure emotions that those guys felt when they when they sort of got this announcement and, and knew where they were going. So it was it was pretty incredible night. I love the draft for many reasons. Uh, as a fan, it's because you get the idea that if you squint and look in the right direction, you can kind of divine the future. And so that's exciting from a fan perspective. But from a capitalist perspective, I love the minting of all the millionaires. Mm-hmm. All these kids, many of whom did not grow up with a lot of assets, suddenly in the space of one night see their dreams come to full fruition. And to me, that is just a continuation of the American dream over and over and over again, right? Where uh, you hope that your kids, whatever you do for a living, as you are listening out to us out there right now, you hope that your kids are going to have a better life than you did, right? I mean, that's, the I think, the cardinal uh, truth that I would say unites all parents across race, class, ethnicity, yeah. religion, everything. Every single person who has kids wants their kids to have a better future than they yeah. had. And there you are seeing so many of these young guys, particularly the first-round picks, who, if they make smart decisions, regardless of how their career goes going forward, they have life-changing money for their families and their future children. And that is pretty captivating from a news and story perspective. Yeah, and and, I mean, that's the argument, Clay, right? Where should they be allowed to go right away? Should they have to go to college? Should they have to go through all these things? And, you know, and I I mean, I was right there front and center for John Calipari, you know, the one and done. He started that. And now a lot of people have obviously uh, taken that philosophy on. But it's like, if these kids are ready to go, you risk injury, you risk all these things. And I'm not saying all kids are ready to go, right? Because there are a lot of players that go to the NBA or go or could go to the NFL. And I think the NFL is 
dogs a different uh, a different breed because of the physicality. I do think it takes a, a little bit of um, – it's a lot different than high school, right? If you went straight from high school to the NFL, I think it'd be really tough. But there are a lot of NBA players who may be ready uh, right away, especially after one year. And, and you have to – I mean, if that's their skill, if that's what they are going to make their money off of, if that's what they're going to do, uh, then, then why not let them? But I would, I I would tell my own sons – yeah, sorry to cut you off, but I would tell my own sons, go. If you have yeah. the opportunity to make tens of millions of dollars, you have right. to do it, right? And right. I understand there's there are people 1%. out there. But yeah, there's I understand. Because there's a lot of that that might go one year and might not make it. And then yeah. then what happens, right? Then they don't have that the education. So there is the argument on both sides, but I have been front and center for those one year, right? I mean, to, to let them go. I mean, Kobe Bryant, perfect example, right? LeBron James, perfect example. Like these guys were ready and they went and they, they capitalized on that. But yeah, I, it's a, it's, I think it's a valid argument. I think if you listen to both sides, because there are examples for both that make sense. Uh, but I was right there for those one and done. And I think that those kids were ready. The perspective that I have on it is we let kids who are 18 years old, get guns and go get shot at overseas uh and their reward for that is a pin drop compared to what we reward top athletes so if you're allowing 18 year olds to risk their lives to serve the country as we are the the risk reward to me of an 18 year old if you don't pan out as an athlete that stinks but there's no guarantee that you would have panned out as an athlete at 20 or 21 or 22 Take the money when you have the opportunity to get the money as an athlete. Change your life forever. Sort of live what I would say is the sports fairy tale. We were we started off this conversation talking about drama for mm-hmm. men and a lot of women too. Sports is sports is a male soap opera for a lot of men out. Back in the day when women used to watch soap operas all the time, men would make fun of the soap opera. But really, sports is a soap opera, right? Um, it mm-hmm. is a dramatic uh, pursuit of championship, of wins, of losses, of everything else. And the fairy tale aspect, I would say, of sports is that any given kid out there could grow up to do this for a living, which is what most men and a lot of women as well dream about when they start playing sports in the first place is, hey, somewhere down the line, I'm going to be able to make a living doing this. And to me on draft night, one week from today in the NFL, we will have that moment crystallized for 32 different players. Yeah, and you think about all of the things that these players put their bodies through, and, and, and yes, they're having a great time and, and, and gaining all these amazing experiences, but they do risk injury every single time they go out there onto that football field. And they've now made it to the point where they know that they're going to be providing for their families. And there, you know, there are, there are a lot of instances where they're, I mean, there, I mean, a lot where there are, there, this is life changing. This is generational changing for their entire families. And that's, you know, even when I, when I talk to, to athletes who sign huge contracts and you're just like, wow, you, this is a generational thing, right? This is now changing things for generations and generations to come, which I think agree with you 100% is the most fascinating part of this night. These guys are not only living out their dreams, but they're changing their lives for their entire families. Can you come back with us for like five minutes to close out this hour? Uh, I want to talk to you. Yeah. Well, we've got to talk Talladega. And also we were talking (laughs) off the air about the, uh, the way that it felt a little bit like the OJ Simpson trial. And you got me thinking when we were off the air the Derek Chauvin, George Floyd case. 
it did feel, whatever it was, 25 years later, 28 years later, however long it's been since the O.J. Simpson trial, I think that was 94 or 95, I'm not sure that there has been a trial that has received as much attention for the trial verdict since then. I want to kind of go back in time and talk about that as well as the fact that Talladega is coming up. This is Outkick the Coverage with Clay Travis. Hey, I'm Doug Gottlieb. The podcast is called All Ball. We usually talk all basketball all the time, but it's more about the stories about what made these people love their sport and all the interesting interactions along the way. We talk to coaches. We talk to players. We tell you stories. You download it. You listen to it. I think you'll like it. Listen to All Ball with Doug Gottlieb on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, it's Jonas Knox, and you know O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o o who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. All right, game off. we got to pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You already talked about that, but there's just so much good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock, and there's so much to get. Unique stickers you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes, cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with, hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their new unique mini-games like Digging for Treasure or a Robot Pachinko Machine. And there's always new timed events that help you win big like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go, so get off the bench and go download it now free on Google Play or the App Store. Game on! What's the secret to catching prize-worthy fish in exotic waters? Learning to fish like a local with Fishing Booker. Hey, Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. There's only one way to turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day, and that's with the valuable knowledge of a local guide. With FishingBooker.com, you have the world's largest booking platform of local fishing guides right at your fingertips. Use Fishing Booker's easy-to-use online booking system and discover thousands of local fishing charters from around the world ready to share their tricks 
aspects of the trade. Create your perfect fishing experience and search for charters by location, species, salt versus freshwater, and more. Plus, it's smooth sailing with Fishing Booker's simple online payment method. You'll always fish with confidence when you start fishing like a local. Start your angling adventure now with Fishing Booker. Visit fishingbooker.com and book your trip today. Fishing Booker. Fishing trips made easy. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Kumo tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended installation near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation they'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site it doesn't get much easier than that go to tirerackcom sports see their kumo test results tire ratings and consumer reviews and be sure to check out all the current special offers great tires and a great deal what more could you ask for that's tirerackcom sports tirerack.com the way tire buying should be Shannon Spake, uh, who is joining us now, does a lot of NASCAR, NFL, has been at the uh, NBA draft before as we get ready one week away from the NFL draft. And also this weekend, Shannon Talladega is going on down in Alabama. It's a wild festivity. It's a huge party. It feels like NASCAR is getting back very much to normalcy, and Talladega is a big part of that. For sure. And there's going to be fans there. Talladega Boulevard, I'm sure there will be people down there. Uh, I I think I just sent you a text that NASCAR has started to uh, have conversations about letting people, whether it be sponsors or, you know, folks that are involved with the race teams back into the garage. So, yeah, we're definitely moving moving in the right direction. And I know that you watched Talladega last year. Uh, Actually, I know a lot of people watched Talladega last year. And and it's kind of fitting, right, that that it's happening right now uh, a couple days after uh, the Derek Chauvin um, uh, ruling was announced because we remember Talladega was where, you know, we had this scene for Bubba Wallace where all of the drivers came behind Bubba and and walked with him and pushed his car to the front, uh, you know, when they had mentioned that there was, you know, the noose, which turned out to be a, a tied rope. But it, it's, it's crazy to think about what the last year has sort of been like in the space that we've been moving in, and it's sort of all kind of played out uh, um, this week, um, obviously, with the case uh, live on television. Uh, okay, so I'm going to build on this, I think, a little bit more to start the second hour because we were talking off air about this, and I do think you're right. The O.J. Simpson trial, Dub, was that 94, 95? Look up what year 95. the verdict, yeah, verdict came down. I think I was down. a freshman in college, so I think it was 95. I think you're right. I think it was 95, but confirm that we're right on that, Dub. I would bet, so I'm trying to do live math here, is that 27 years basically uh, since uh, the O.J. Simpson verdict, 26 years? I bet this is the most watched verdict since the O.J. Simpson case. October of 1995. Yeah, that's the the answer. I was a sophomore in high school. I remember watching that when it came on in high school, um, Mm -hmm. everybody kind of gathering around. Maybe I was a junior in high school. I guess I was a junior in high school when the O.J. Simpson verdict came down and uh, and everybody kind of gathered around and watched it. And I feel like probably the Chauvin case is probably the most watched verdict on television since then. Uh, Casey Anthony would have gotten a lot of mm-hmm. attention. 
but that mm. was more of a salacious and less of a sort of national story, right? Does that make sense? The the the, yeah. the Casey Anthony wasn't really sort of a national flashpoint as much. There were a lot of people that were interested in it, uh, and and there were a lot of people that tuned in. But I would bet OJ and then Chauvin are the biggest in the last twenty six years. Yeah, it, we were in studio and um, on Tuesday, and I mean, I had it on, I had it on my phone, and I, and we were, I mean, I wasn't the only one that was watching, waiting for the verdict because we knew it was going to come through between four thirty and five o'clock, and we had to tape some stuff, uh, at, you know, right around the five o'clock time. We were live on TV, and, yeah. Yeah, so I mean, we were watching it. Obviously, it's not something we discussed on Race Hub, but I mean, we were watching it, and then as soon as the verdict came down, um, yeah, I was, and 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 that was when it kind of like struck me that, that I was sitting here watching it on my phone and four or five other people inside, you know, the studio were watching it on their phone as well. And, you know, I'm looking at Twitter and everyone is tweeting about it. And that's when it sort of struck me as like, wow, this is not that I didn't realize how big it was, but it was one of those things where I was like, this is, this is really big. You know, everybody is watching this. And it did start to remind me a little bit of the OJ Simpson, which I remember exactly where I was when the OJ Simpson um, verdict was, was handed down. I remember exactly that entire day, you know, because it was such a moment in time and, and certainly yesterday was as well, or Tuesday was as well. So yeah, I thought it was, um, yeah. And to see the whole thing played out, I watched the closing arguments. I had it on in my, in my home watching it and and just being a part of um, history really. Yeah, I will unpack that because I think it's a really interesting discussion uh, to start off the second hour. And it's also interesting to think about the trajectory of the country over the last quarter century, which is wild to think about for those of us who uh, were relatively young when the O.J. Simpson case was taking place. Now you can say it's been a quarter century since O.J. uh, to break all that down. It's a really interesting discussion. I'm going to have it with us uh, to begin the second hour of the program. Shannon Spake, uh, fantastic as always. We'll talk to you next week. Enjoy Talladega and uh, have a good weekend. My favorite racetrack. So I know you'll be watching, especially at the end of that race. I will for sure. Uh, By the way, who do you pick? Who should I pick on Fox Bet Live to win? I'm I'm picking Brad Keselowski, but he hasn't won there in, in a while. He has five wins there, and we had him on the show on Tuesday. I told him I was picking him. I, I, it's so hard to pick, and, and Todd Berman will tell you that, right? It's, it's yes. one of those tracks where you have to be there at the end. But Brad's really, really good. Joey's really good. I don't think you can go wrong with the Penske guys. Ryan Blaney, obviously, he won there last year. I don't think you can go wrong with the Penske guys, but I'm going to go with Brad. I've, I've, I've I'm going to bet Brad at, on your tip, and I will hold you accountable next week. Uh, that's Shannon Spake. I am Glacier. Travis, hour one in the books. This is Outkick on Fox Sports Radio. Be sure to catch live editions of Outkick, the coverage with Clay Travis weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it product availability just one part that makes o'reilly stand apart the professional parts people oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto parts. at bed 365 we don't do ordinary we believe that every sport should be epic every home run every hit every inning every play from the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, 
Call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote.